Nobody can write your life or write your story but God. And that's a beautiful thing. This is why it is very, very important to have a relationship with God. This is why it's very, very important uh, to make God the head of your life. The number one, uh, I, I can't even say person because God is greater than a person, but the, the number one existence in your life has to be with God. God has a specific uh, plot for your life, a specific story for your life. And once you connect yourself with God, then you begin to feel uh, where you should be, where you shouldn't be, what you should be doing, uh, where you should be going. Although there are uh, moments in your life where you might feel like you are not in the place where you should be, you're not headed where you should be, you have to remember that God has everything in his hands. God has everything in control. Um, that doesn't mean now that people won't try to write your life or write your story for you, especially if you've had a past. We all have a past, uh, especially if you have a history of uh, being hateful or being unkind, a history of, uh, um, let's see, a history of gambling, a history of uh, uh, violence, a, a history where you might have uh, done something you had to get locked up for a while, a uh, history of maybe you had a child when you were really young and your community judged you for that. People will take uh, the most uh, difficult circumstances or things that have happened in your life or choices that you've made that weren't necessarily God's plan for you. They will take those things and they will try to control you. Do you understand what I'm saying? They will use those things to uh, kind of pick at your self-esteem, pick at the, the position even that you are in your life uh, so that they can use you or so that they can just knock you down a few pegs and so that they can feel good about themselves. So in order for you to move forward, you have to realize that God is the author of your life. God is the head of your life and nothing that you have done in your past can separate you from the love of God. When we look at... Um, Paul in the Bible and how he treated Christians. And then uh, there's even one scripture in the, in the book of Acts where it says, while they were stoning a man, Paul held their coats. And so Paul uh, did evil. Paul assisted evil. But then uh, Paul found God and began to move towards God. And uh, to spread the gospel of, of Christ. That became his message. That became the entire uh, focus of his life. But because he had mistreated people for so long, because he had done so much evil, he had developed a name for himself. People knew who he was. People knew he was a uh, a man who harmed people, a man who was not kind, a man who did certain things. And so when the spirit of God came upon him, people were unable to see that he was saved. They were unable to see that he was changed, right? So this, we're not exempt from these things. And it could be very difficult to let old habits die, right? No one's saying it's going to be easy. Especially if you were raised around what it is that you're trying to let go of. If you were raised around drugs, if you were raised around 
uh, alcohol, if you were raised around individuals who abuse others and who taught you to do those same things, it can take a moment to break those habits. But all things are possible by the hand of God. Sometimes in order to break habits, you have to get yourself into a new environment, right? So if you're no longer going to drink, you have to stop hanging around people who drink. Or you have to let those people know, hey, you know, I want you to be in my life. But at the same time, if we're going to be in the same place, if we're going to be in the same environment, then you cannot drink around me. You cannot smoke around me. You cannot. um... Some people like to fight. Right. Sometimes when you're around somebody, uh, if, if one little thing goes wrong, they're ready to fight, you know, and God creates people. Uh, with, with certain energies. God creates people to to stand up for others, to take up for, for the weaker, to uh, be the voice of reason in the room. But some people are using their gift outside of the will of God. So you want to make sure that you're not in a bad environment where somebody is always trying to uh, start uh, start something, uh, make something out of nothing, okay? So you have to put yourself in a safer environment. You have to understand that many things in your life if, that you let go of, that that place where you've removed those things of the world, that God will put things in that in that same place that is of God. It can be very uncomfortable when you're removing the will of the world because for a moment there, it feels like your life is, um, it can feel as if your life is void it could, you could feel lonely because many of the people in our lives that bring uh, toxic things into our lives, it doesn't mean that we don't love them. It doesn't mean they don't love us. And so there, you can experience a sense of loneliness. You can experience a sense of, of being lost, of not knowing what tomorrow brings. And this is where faith comes into play. You have to trust that God will fix the relationships with those that you love. And you have to trust that God will put you in a new environment to form to, to form new relationships. You have to understand that God is where God is calling you. Sometimes we don't trust that God is in our future. Those things that you're worried about in your future, God is already there. God has already fixed it. The only reason your life, you feel broken. The only reason you feel like you're missing something is because you're not God. You don't know what tomorrow holds. You don't know what tomorrow will bring, but God knows God has already ordained your destiny. The only thing that you have to do is to walk forward. Now, when I say the only thing that you have to do, it's not easy, right? It's not easy following God and doing the things that you hear the spirit of God telling you to do, but it's so worth it. It's so worth it because you will live a better life. You can, you can look online right now and you can see that you will live a better life if you eat better. If you watch what, you, what, you're, what you're putting into your body, if you watch what you're putting into your mind, you will feel better. When you get away from all negativity, you will feel better. Now there will be something in your spirit calling you to go back to the things you knew, but you have to move forward. And when you move forward and do what the spirit of God is calling you to do, blessings come into your life. Blessings come into your life. It doesn't mean that um, hardships won't come. You have to understand that hardships are going to come 
whether you do what you're supposed to do by the will of God or if you don't do what you're supposed to do, you're going to go through hardships. So why not do what the spirit of God is calling you to do from the very beginning? Yes, there are people who have obtained great success by doing wrong. Yes, there are people who, are, who have obtained great success by harming others and by being rude and by by cheating, by lying, by all, by all kinds of means, even means that I don't care to speak of right now, you know, because this world is such a dark place. All kinds of things are happening uh, that put people in a position to be uh, successful or financially stable. But all of those things will pass away. None of those things are are um, are set in time for eternity. And when you treat people wrong, when you do wrong, then the things that you have, they are constantly in danger. So you don't want that. You want everything that comes into your life, your marriage, your children, your finances, your talents, your gifts. You want all of those things to be touched by the spirit of God, by the hand of God. That means they're protected now. We just finished talking about fortifying things in the previous episode. Being obedient to God fortifies your future. It protects your future. When you, when, you, uh, when you have things come into your life the right way, when you have a spouse come into your life the, the right way, there are people who, they didn't, they didn't get married the right way. They went out there, they, they took somebody's partner. They went out there, they lied, they cheated. There are people who didn't, they didn't get their job the right way. They cut everybody down. They ruined opportunities for others. There are people who are doing wrong, who are holding. Can you believe that there are people in the world who are holding people back so that they can move forward? And whenever you do that, then the things that you have, they're not fortified. We, we know the word of God. We know that the word of God says when the enemy comes in like a flood, then God will lift up a standard. Which means that whatever manifests uh, in, in an individual's life that is not ordained by God, God sees that. And God will create the standard. God will, will bring in people to tear down things that are not of God. And so you don't want your life to include things that, are, that displease God. You want them to be fortified. You want them to be protected. You want them to be safe. Do not be afraid to move forward and be the individual that God has called you to be just because you are stepping outside of the environment that you are familiar with. Do not stop following God or doing the work that God called you to do because people are trying to hold you to your past. You stand firm in the faith and you speak to yourself Every morning, I am God's son. I am God's daughter. Yes, we all have a past. Yes, I did this in the past. Yes, I did that in the past, but I'm not this person anymore. And every time an individual comes to you and they say, well, I remember when you were this and I remember when you were that. The only thing you have to respond in saying is, well, do you remember when I was saved? Do you remember when God pulled me out of that life? Do you remember when God lifted me up? You take up for yourself. You speak up for yourself. 
Every time somebody tries to throw your past in your face, you begin to speak about what God is doing in your life and how God has rescued you. And I promise you, they will not continue to do that thing. For whatever reason, and you know, we know the reason, we know that that this world is 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 has never been excited about the work that God is doing. But people get very, very upset when the Spirit of God comes in and raises a standard and disturbs everything that has been moving, right? It would be like if, if, if something evil was going on in the dark and you came in a room and turned on a light that would stop everything that was going on because people don't like to be called out about the wrong that they are doing. And the Spirit of God, it, it, it engages peace. It engages prosperity. It engages truth. And a lot of things that people have obtained in their life, they're holding on to them uh, by, by doing wrong in the world. And so when you begin to speak on the things that God is doing and covering yourself and reading the word of God and moving forward, it will make people upset, but they will not be able to do anything about it. They will not be able to rewrite or, or, or cancel out what God has written for your life. They will try. They will try. But we know that God is able to to shift things, to change things, to move them, however he chooses, however he pleases. We know that Christ suffered and died, but rose again on the third day. So not even death can stop God. We know we we, we, we read the in the in the New Testaments, we see God raising people from the dead all the time. We see God healing the sick. None of that has changed. The only thing that has changed is people's belief in God. I believe that since uh, the Bible was recorded uh, so many years ago, people, for whatever reason, feel like the power of God is, is still not standing, but it is standing. And all of the things that were done by the hand of the God, by the hand of God in the text, in the scriptures, they are, they are they are able to be done today through faith. And so all we have to do is be transferred, uh, transformed by the renewing of our mind. We have to have faith. The faith has changed. The works of God have not changed. The faith has, the faith has changed. As a matter of fact, the works are supposed to be stronger now than they were back then. Because God gets greater and greater and greater as the days, as the days go by. You have to remember that the work of God has not changed. The faith of the people, the faith that we have in God has changed. We don't really believe that God will, will heal us. We don't really believe that God will fix our marriages. We don't really believe that God will strengthen the community. We don't really believe uh, that God will, will put us in an environment of safety. We say we believe in God. We confess with our tongues, but we're missing that second part. We don't believe in our hearts. And we could lie to each other. We could lie to ourselves. But the thing about the spirit of God, God will go through the world and look at the spirit of an individual. I was reading in Leviticus the other day, and it says the life of a thing is in the blood. And that's why we have to be covered 
by God. That's why that's why uh, there is a death and the burial and the resurrection of Christ so that we can be forgiven of our sins. And then we are covered in the blood of Christ so that we can have new life. And so God looks at us. It looks to see if we have accepted that new new life, not, not just with our words, but in our spirit, in our heart. It's the faith that is changed. And we're not always going to be able to strengthen everybody's faith. But can you strengthen yours? Can you trust God? Can you believe that God is real? Can you believe that God is loving, that God is kind, that God is compassionate? but that yet God still commands order and obedience. And if God commands order and obedience, then what is it that the spirit of God is telling you to be obedient to? What is it that God is calling you to be in order with? That God has anointed your head with oil for a purpose for you to move forward. There's a calling on your life. What is it that God is calling you to do? Most people know what the spirit of God is calling them to do, but they won't do it. They won't go. All kinds of excuses. I'm too young. I am too old. I don't make enough money. I have too much money. They won't let me do that. They won't let me go here. When God calls you to do something and you begin to look at all the reasons why you will not do those things, those are the things that you are placing before God. Those are the things that you are worshiping. These are the false idols that we, that, that God is talking about when we look at the Ten Commandments that says, have no other God before me. Most people are worshiping fear. But when God is calling you to do something, you have to do it. You have to be obedient. Now, everything that I'm saying is my interpretation of the faith. It's the way I feel. No disrespect to anyone else and how they feel. I'm not telling anyone <clears throat> how to live their life. That's not what this podcast is about. But this is my interpretation of the faith that I'm sharing. And when you begin to do what the Spirit of God, what the Spirit of God calls you to do, peace comes over you. You might not have as much as everybody else has, but everything you have is fortified. Let it be fortified. Wow. I hope this message finds you well, dear friend. Until next time, as always, have a beautiful weekend and peace. If you've enjoyed this episode, don't forget to follow me wherever you get your podcast and share with family and friends. Also, check out my website, thepurplesoapbox.com. Goodbye.